I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take you it. Gotta take you it. gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Here we go. Ultimate Bachelor back second week with uh, Keys to Life. Um, go ahead and give your little opening for today. Yeah, uh, Greg, Keys to Life, Keys to Dot Life. Uh, go follow. Um, but yeah, just joining back on, hopping on the mic. With the Ultimate Bachelor, uh, we're going to discuss uh, the process and what that looks like to each of us in, in our everyday life and, um, you know, throughout different facets of our life, I should say. Sure. I think having a process, and, and this kind of goes back to last week, happiness through quarantine, and we talked about having a plan and, and you know, how to stay sane. Yeah. And, and I think having a defined process but then also being able to follow that process and make adjustments and <clears throat> sorry make adjustments and and you know go on the new path and complete the process is is super important as well i don't think enough people put enough stock into actually hey is this something i can complete or is this gonna uh fulfill the task if you will yeah, for sure. I think uh, when we do get derailed a little bit, a lot of people, you know, tend to fall off the tracks, whether that's in their, you know, health and fitness or whether that's in their career or, you know, relationship. And it's kind of slippery slope, right? Um, if you don't get back to the fundamentals, you know, it's, it, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So I guess just started out, what, what's a process that you know, a routine that you know you have or a goal that you've kind of built a process for? you know, recently? Yeah. Um, you know, a bit, one of the biggest things with, with my process is I kind of think of it like a math equation, right? Um, every little fast is like a one, right? So you got, you know, your work, you got your health and fitness, you got your family, um, and they're all a one, right? Right. It doesn't matter what part of that day, what part of the day that, uh, that equation gets finished, you can interchange the ones as long as it's one plus one plus one plus one, wherever those ones fall, as long as you're still equaling your, your end goal, which is four or five or six or whatever that, that number is. So right. I kind of look at it like that. So, um, you know, as I'm going through my, my day, you know, workout has to be done at some point, handling the kids has to be done at some point work, you know, the, the work and, uh, you know, any errands and things that might come up has to get done as well. And it's just making sure that at the end of the day, my equation still always equals five right. um, and just and just staying on that path. So that's kind of what I've been doing uh, here for a while now. And, then, and it all started with just prioritizing, you know, the things that matter, you know, within my life. Deciding so, what your ones are. Yeah, for sure, man. I think, 
you know, this in, when we were talking last week about happiness, I think a lot of times we try to pour from an empty cup, right? And we don't put, you know, certain things that are priorities first. So a couple of years right. ago, I had I'm, to reevaluate. I'm setting the timer, by the way, just so we yeah, can make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of years ago, I had to to really reevaluate what my priorities were. And um, I, I felt that if I wasn't healthy, how could I give my all to the other facets of my life, right? You know, if if I'm type 2 diabetic and, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to help my, my kids stay healthy and do other things, right? So uh, my priority list kind of shifted a little bit. I put my health and my health and fitness first, put my family second um, in my career, and then everything else, yeah. right? Those, those are my top three in that order. And I just make sure that that, that stays that way. So, you know, some people might say that's selfish, but, um, you know, to me, I think, you know, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others the same way. Right. You have put, to be put happy. your mask on before you put, put it on the kids. Yeah, exactly. That's right. the reason why they say that in the, in the, in the uh, airplane, right? Right. You know, if you don't have oxygen, you're going to be depleted. You won't even be able to put the mask on the other person. Right. You know, it's funny you say that before we even get into the process, because, you know, making priorities is important. Um, when you, when you talk about a process, if it's not a priority in your life, you're never going to follow the process, complete the process, any of that. What I think is interesting, and, and you see this a lot of times with moms, or you, it's hard for them to prioritize, especially what you just said, prioritize your, themselves first. Yeah. Um, I've always said that I want to be the type of person, and I would probably want to date, marry, whatever, the type of person who's selfish enough to take care of themselves first. And I think when you're in that relationship that you see someone doesn't do that, and the repercussions that come from that happiness is what we talked about last week, or you talked about um, kind of being out of whack, right? Because they're stressed out and then they're trying to help everyone else and or take care of tasks, deal with other people when they're stressed out or they're not healthy to your point or um, a, a myriad of other things, right? Moms are just the easiest examples because a lot of times they're putting kids first putting yeah. the household first. Sometimes they're not getting help from, from their significant others, which neither one of us have, would be that. But um, <laughs> in fact, I do a, I'm looking at a, a laundry basket next to me right now. I like to clean. I like to cook. I like all that stuff. So, so I'm an awesome bachelor. That's right. <laughs> something like that. So anyways, I think, uh, it's, you're spot on, though. You, it's I important mean, to pri on. the prior prioritize. It wasn't even something I was thinking about as a part of the process, and I think it's really important to shout it out and and think through it and talk through it. Yeah, I I, I just to go a little bit further into that, man. I, you know, mothers, you know, tend to be nurturers and they want to give first and give, 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 and that's where you know that burnout and that stress and that feeling like they're they're not taking care of themselves come into play and you know, I can't stress that enough. You know, you have to make time for yourself. It's amazing, you know, just a, even as a 30 minute run or, uh, you know, doing some yoga, meditation, just something to yourself to, um, you know, put yourself first a little bit. And then the, the, the flip side of that is, then what I've seen is, you know, over the years when they don't put themselves first and their kids do grow up, you know, then they end up 
not having themselves. They don't even have an identity. Right. Like what, are, what am I doing now? And you see that a ton with, with mom, parents in general, um, not just moms for that, but, but definitely that, you know, your responsibilities as a parent are done and now you don't have a life outside of your kids or, or enough of one. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big deal. Um, another thing you talked about in there is like giving, 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 and you know, the first people everyone thinks about is moms, but I have a huge problem, um, where I'm always trying to help people to a fault, right? I'm, I'm helping, I'm helping. And then, you know, I'm either not getting anything in return, not that everything I do is to get something, but enough in return and, or, you know, reciprocated if it's to friends, if it's to, um, you know, to anyone, family, all that stuff. I'm always trying to help. I'm, I'm dropping what I'm doing to, to help. And that's not, that's not always a good thing either. Yeah. uh, I think uh, there comes a point where uh, you have to be okay with saying no. Yeah. I hope, Um, I I hope Tansy isn't listening because (laughs) she always gives me crap about this all the time. So go ahead. Anyways, you you, got to say no. You have to say no. I think that, uh, you know, it's like, it's like parenting your kids, right? You say yes enough times, right? They become ungrateful, spoiled brats, Right. right? Well, that goes the same way with your friends and other family as well, too. If you if you're always the yes man, as, as I see, she's the last person. That joined. Yeah, she, she just joined on, so I'm glad she missed the the first part of that. Oh, oh did uh, she? Good. <laughs> I don't know, um, but you know, I I think, uh, you know, as you're as you're parenting as well with your close friends and family as well too. You know, if you keep if you're still going to be a yes man, if you're always going to be a yes man, uh, they're just going to keep depleting you and depleting you and using you, use you, use you, right? right. It, the the doing a good favor becomes an expectation at that point. So now you're, you're not able to, <laughs> you're not able to uh, fulfill your own priorities in your life because now you've made everybody else the priority. Right. So, you know, you have to be able to say no. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get to the process. We committed on the phone that we were going to try and make this a little more fun too. So, so, in working with the process, I also want to talk about some core key processes that you might have. Cause I got, I got some weird stuff I do for sure. Really? Like I got, I feel like it, like, yeah, I probably got just because I'm so particular. So I, I would probably do things that, you like know, you don't let your, you don't let your vegetables touch your mashed potatoes, like that type of like core. No, nah, no, nah, that's, that's okay. not me. No, no, no. That's, that's not me. Okay. Um, no, yeah. Well, yeah. You don't like parfaits, though, right? Uh, that's that's not me either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, yeah, that's not me. That's um, not anyway. part of the process, right? The granola, no, the yogurt, par- and parfaits, parfaits, and having your fruit touch your normal food is nowhere in the process. Ask Joel okay. and B. He don't he doesn't eat any fruit, so uh, I know that. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not part of the process. No, I think I think I I probably do. I shouldn't say probably. I know I do some quirky stuff to make sure things are done my way. I'm very particular, and I'm always gonna. If it's something I'm really passionate about, I kind of have to do it my way. Now, with that yeah. said, I'm I'm always taking input and either meshing it into my way. You see, you see what I did there. I mean, yeah. meshing it into my way. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I'm adjusting it a little bit to where it fits, but, but, um, 
it, it, it's hard for me to fully do it someone else's way. If it's something I'm, I'm passionate about, I'm trying to, I'm give, trying to get give me that. an example. Give me an example. Yeah. Um, what's a great example? Uh, 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 oh, oh, so I'm looking around my house and there's a lot of projects in here that I did. Right. And so while I was doing projects in here, like baseboards and stuff, the contractors were in here and obviously they do this stuff every day. So they're like trying to give me advice, which might probably should have been advice I'd listened to, but knowing that I've done this project before, um, and I know I'm going to get the results I'm looking for. I didn't take their advice. Okay. And so I don't know if it took me longer or shorter or whatever. Like I, I thought about what they said and what it would take for me to be able to do it their way. And I was just comfortable knowing that I'm going to get the results I'm going to get. So I just kept going. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Um, when you shower, do you wash top down or do you wash this bottom is, up? This is an interesting question. I, I'm all over the place. So I go, <laughs> I go, I go, I go. <laughs> as soon as I get in, first thing I wash is my face because if I, you know, I shave my head and my face in the shower. So yeah, that means that if I have to shave, I'll shave yeah. and wash my face. If I don't, I'll just wash my face and head because I can use the, the bar. Don't say Luther. You, you use a Luther? Yeah. No, no I, oh, use, okay. I use bar soap like a G. Do you use a washcloth? Nope. Straight bar soap. Got oh, my own, wow. Got, got my own bar soap in there. Straight okay. to the skin. But that's a, that's the ultimate bachelor in you, right? Because you're not sharing bar soap. So it's, it's a process. You, you use a process. the whole, yeah, okay. Well, I have my own bar, bar soap. Like if there was someone sharing my shower and also using a bar soap, I'd probably use a loofah over a wash rag. I think a wash rag is nasty. A loofah, yeah, I think a wash rag is nasty. Have you ever washed uh loofah though i get a new one often oh, okay so see i, I change my my uh washcloth out every two showers right and so i would have to do that to not think it's nasty also with that said on the kitchen sink i don't like rags sitting over you know like when people just like sit it over the faucet yeah so at the kitchen sink i always use brushes Always, yeah. I clean with a brush. Sponge. I don't like no sponge. I think a sponge is nasty. Same reason. Yeah. How do you wash your sponge? I use hot water first off, so that's the first thing. But, but the I always, is I always, but then you always switch them out. I don't think you can switch a sponge enough for me. For me, that's me. Yeah, I understand. I mean, you wash your body with no hard surface, really cleaning your pores, though, right? With the with the uh, soap. bar of soap. Yeah. No, because because I use the bar of soap. And then you like I go, this. No, no, no. Softly, gentle. Oh. Look at this skin. I know you can see it. You can probably see it better on the IG Live. But no, actually, yeah, you can see all both. The way that light glistens off of it, though, it's crazy. I've been moisturizing. <laughs> Anyways, I use the bar soap gently, and then I go with my hands over it. And then the critical, oh. and then the critical areas, I just put the soap on my hands and then wash with the critical see, areas. That's crazy. So my process right so that's quirky um so <laughs> i think <laughs> everyone thing. has a different process for this though yeah that's crazy to me i, I think this should be go one ahead process. You're, you uh, probably have more of a process mine is just head and then 
I'll probably go armpits because I can do that. I'm doing yeah, that with the hands. The, your process is like the, I was gonna say your process is like the guy that shows up in the gym wearing jeans, but I won't get into that in a second. So um, for me, first off, shave the head and, and everything in the shower as well. Oh, I forgot so, you shave your head now. Yeah, yeah, clean, yeah. clean, clean. Yeah. Um, so wash the face and the head first off yeah. the rip. That's a separate wash. But you can't wash. even clean that beard. That's like a that's like a sponge or a loop. Yeah, I use I use a uh, the beard shampoo. So oh, I gotta okay. keep it moisturized. Okay. Keep it clean. Okay, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. that. All right. Um, so you know, washing the face with a separate washcloth. Okay, and then I have that's, a completely separate washcloth for the rest of my body. So I'm going top down. Yeah. So, show now I'm did the head already. Shoulders to feet, and then I'm doing privates. So. At that point, privates that's are how after I wash everything. Up. Yes. See, I start with privates because I use the bar soap in my hand. Because once yep. again, I've and used then you it take in... the you use that same bar soap that you just touched your ass with, and then no. just put it right on your face. Wait, 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 wait for it. Yeah, no, no, no. You <laughs> forgot I washed face first. I, I'm very cleanly and process driven with with the bar soap because I thought through all this <laughs> because because I'm using my hands. I'm putting bar, I'm putting soap in my hands and then washing my face. I'm putting soap in my hands and washing privates. That's it kind of works together. And then I wash my hands after that. And then I go with the bar soap. I'm like, you're literally, you're literally the statement of don't drop the soap because that's you use a bar soap every single time, every single time. Well, I would, like I said, if it wasn't that it would be body wash and a loofah. I wouldn't go wash rack. I, w- I wouldn't feel right. And you, have you ever shaved at the gym? Have you ever, like, uh, washed up at the gym or anything? Every time like, I worked out at the gym. I don't like leaving the gym dirty. Okay, I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't like I, getting back my, in my car. My with thing is I don't on. do anything dirty. And anyone who's been around me knows that, Do you too. shower before you work out? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. But, but, like, for example, if I used to be playing AAU and I'd have a couple of games in a day – I'd play, shower, play, shower. So, I mean, it's not uncommon. I'd take three showers in a day. Wow. I mean, even now, because you think about it, I'm going to take one as soon as I wake up, process. Every day? Every day? Uh, uh, 99% of the time. The only time I wouldn't take one right when I wake up is if I know I'm going to work out like mid-morning. Okay. Which is like this morning. So, yeah, I didn't. But But right after the workout. But normally, if I'm going to work, it would be wake up, shower, go. Yep. And then work out, shower. And then, then there was a time I was on the boat all the time. So then it was wake up, shower, work out, shower, boat. And then I got a shower before I get in bed. I'm not getting in bed, even a little bit dirty. Yeah. For sure. I, I can't, I don't understand how people go be in sandals all summer, be walking outside barefoot, and then put them right back in the sheets of their bed. Bro, I just realized recently how many women will work out and then go to bed. How many do that? How there's so many. Like I, brought I don't want to know. I don't want to know any of sh- them. You shouldn't. You should. I'm about <laughs> to cut off the ones I do know. <laughs> Is she still on? <laughs> You're right. We'll see about that. She don't want to be now. Anyways, uh, I I just learned that. Cause I was bringing it up to people like, isn't this crazy? They're going to work out and go to bed. They're like, I've done that a couple of times. Never in my life. Yeah, have life. I gone to bed. 
with even just like you especially now that your head is bald you probably feel what i'm talking about like i feel like when i'm trying to go to bed i have like a film on my face and head that i have to wash off before yeah absolutely the only time i've ever fell asleep after working out is in between two a days and i had a soft i had a small break yeah. i literally don't but i had this what what i called my sleeping on the floor pillow mm-hmm. so in between my practices i would literally sleep on the floor right on that pillow and that i only use it for that yeah yeah I, I, now if you're gonna make concessions for the sleep that's that's something different because i'm just saying i'm not getting in my bed unless i'm clean clean yeah yep and there's it's it's not uncommon that i'll take a shower just after going to the bathroom i need a bidet is what i need but i i like i'm i'm I'm, or you just need to learn how to wipe your ass better. I do. That's that's something we need to talk <laughs> I mean, about. I do because maybe I just am not, and I just don't feel clean enough. But yeah. I, hey, I, you know they make they make man wipes. You I use get those. Some. Okay. Wet wipes. Yeah. And flushable wipes. I use those. Yeah. Well, then what you need to shower for? Bro, I still. I. I. I, I mean, not, if you going out, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if you know, you know, it's the worst ever, though. I know we're going down a crazy rabbit hole right now, but the worst ever is when you get out to shower and then realize that you have to go to the bathroom. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> That's been another successful episode. Hold on. Who's, who's writing? I can't see it. Oh, it's my, it's my buddy. Hold on. Let me take it. Wipes will change your life. Yeah, so I use the wipes and I... There's nothing scarier to me, not snakes, not spiders, nothing that comes from Halloween, <laughs> nothing scarier to me than walking around with a dirty ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. Everyone's had a shitty day, though. Everyone's <laughs> had a shitty day. And that's why I'm terrified. I know. It's, that's a horrible feeling. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, I don't know. Uh, who, who just wrote out? <laughs> oh, it's your, it's your boy. That's is that Brad? Yeah, that's Brad. Yeah, he needs. He was supposed to be on this one, and actually, it was going to work well. We we changed it. We couldn't get the time together. We're going to get him on one, but yeah, for sure. But the uh, because he you his job from what you told me sounds like it'd be really good for process driven. But yeah, so we'll get him on. But all right, so that's you know what's actually funny is that both of those topics like your shower routine, in the shower routine, which there's a lot more detail we could have gone into there. And the proper way to wipe are two things that I've always thought need to be discussed, but aren't. And we didn't really even discuss why. Parents didn't teach us. Like, I blame my parents for this. Like, how did you gotta you gotta teach us the process now we're so we're so uh self-conscious we gotta take showers after <laughs> i just need a bidet I, n- I need to get that little attachment for the the toilet that that'll make me that'll it's just a self-confidence you thing. know you know what my son told me this what is you- how i know that this is this is how bad it is my son you know he goes to school he uses yeah. the bathroom at school he's fine right yeah five years old but when he's at home he don't want to wipe his own butt I'm like, come on, man. You, you you know how to do it. He goes, but I'm at home. You do it better. What? what? It sounds like <laughs> what? you probably do. It sounds like, like you know what you're on, doing. Like, come on, man. You five years old. You got to take some ownership now. That's, that's a good question there. 
do you like using public restrooms? You know what? Until I was uh, uh, 33 and a half years old. Um, How old are you? It bothered me. No, I'm 34. Oh, um, you just started. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Probably, um, you know, growing up, it was more of like a, a status thing, right? Your boys, they're like, oh, you use the you use the bathrooms at the school, blah, oh, blah, blah. Well, now it's like, man, look, if I got to go, I got to go. I'm going to figure it out. So I, there's different. I don't I, I'm not going to lie to you. The That paper means nothing to me. Like I, feel, I, I wiped the toilet down and then whoop, there it is. I feel like I'd rather use a public restroom. I feel like that's a little like don't shit where you eat, don't shit where you sleep thing that's that's coming in. So I'd rather use some place where I could just leave. Let it me there. ask you this. Let me yeah. ask you this. So so you you and Tansy are uh, go out on vacation. You're at a hotel, right? Are you going to the bathroom in the room or will you go downstairs and drop a deuce? Downstairs. Because once again, the same thing I just said. Has she ever been around when you've? Never. She never will. Wow. Never will. I'm the type of guy, I leave the door open. Don't bother to me. For that? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, everything else. Like, there's nothing else that, but that's, I mean, same thing I talked about. That's that, that's that dirty ass syndrome. I can't, I can't. <laughs> What you worried you know. about? You got if you got to go, you got to go, man. That's true. Look, but the I'm, door got to close. The door got to close. Look, I, got, look. I got three and a half bathrooms in here. I can, I can go somewhere. My boys will come right into the bathroom and just sit and just stand there. What you doing, Daddy? Well, door yeah. Open. I don't care. Yeah, it don't then, matter. It's whatever. Yeah, I mean the door's been open while I was doing it several times because of my boys, but but yeah. Well, I think so. My older one is just like me. So you can tell he's he's about his privacy. He's gonna he's gonna get ducked off. He would rather uh, he'll he'll use a public one just just for some privacy. He don't he don't care. The other one, the younger one, is the one that would leave the door open, and and he you know just don't care. Yeah, striker. I mean, we went to the bathroom the other day. We went to met my mother for lunch at TGI Fridays, and uh, he's like, I got to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, he's probably gotta go pee or whatever. My man was walking around the bathroom with his pants down, down by his ankles. He didn't care at all. Just did not care. David said he, he'd rather use that home joint. You'd rather, exactly. you, that's what you said. You'd rather be home. Uh, it don't matter to me. I, I really don't care. I mean, yeah. I got the squatty potty though. If you're not hip to the squatty potty, you need to get hip. Okay. So I don't know what that is. And I don't want to know. What about other things since we're talking about home versus away, like coffee? Because now I got an espresso. Do you drink coffee? Yeah, of course. Okay. Now I got an espresso. Now now every other coffee everywhere is, is less. Like Starbucks Nasty. used to be my little jam. I used to be like, okay, I got a Because you're day. bougie. I got an interview, Starbucks. Or I'd be like, oh, I got. Because uh, you're a basic bougie. It's a, it's Bachelor. Saturday. I'm going shopping. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna have a little me time. Starbucks. Now it's not like that. Now it's. Hey, hold I'll, on, I'll hold on. One second, one second. I gotta go back to my man David. You're absolutely right, David. It does depend on the place because there's one grocery store place that I will never go to the bathroom. There's two places: McDonald's and Walmart. Off my list. There's okay. a zero percent oh, chance to the that I'm going yeah, to the yeah, bathroom. Zero percent chance. But 
see, I think my job has something to do with this too, because I work in hospitals all the time and those oh. are going to be clean and you can find you a little duck off basement joint. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I always at work, I mean, I'm going to the executive suite all the way on the other end of the building. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I need some private. I, I just want to be able to take, I don't want to go there. Like I said, back to coffee though, back to coffee, coffee. 100% man. I, it, so Fourth of July weekend. So I used to be a just get Keurig coffee. It is what it is. Blah blah blah. You have an espresso? No, French press. Oh, oh French okay. press. So I've heard good things about that too, but I don't have time for that. Oh, it's six minutes. You fine? Six minutes. Hey, I just push a button and walk away. I'll be back. Yeah, I get and, it. Yeah. And I'm making lattes. That's the thing is, I'm not drinking coffee. I'm making lattes. So it the Nespresso makes espresso. Yeah. I mean, you fancy. I mean, the French press, look, I, I grind my own coffee. I mean, you can look at me and know that. <laughs> look, at, look at me. I told you. I told you. Look at I, Bougie. On, all, on all the cameras. Look at me. Fancy. I, I was about to put a hat on. That shirt like, looks a little big on you, though. Now, you know you're lying to everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm filling this mug out. <laughs> and, so, it's a lar- and it's a large. <laughs> um. 100% cotton, that shrink. This one? No, no, no. This is uh, this is actually dry fit with that. So, backfired on you. And I'm filling yeah. it out. <laughs> Got the abs poking. All of it. Anyways, so, so coffee at home. Okay, what about eating at home versus out? And this is a... this is a. Well, a, I mean, we talking pre-quarantine or, or post-COVID or post... Uh, I'm just saying... Because this was a great thing. I was talking about at the grocery store today. It was like, do I go out to eat or do I just make a fire meal? Because I love to cook. I think you like to cook too, right? Uh, negative. Um, don't like what cook. I do like to do is I like to make a mean peanut butter jelly sandwich, though. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about process of that. No, <laughs> no, let's talk about. <laughs> so, so then maybe it's two perspectives on that. So for me, I like to cook. So I would rather make a fire meal at home most of the time i'd rather make a fire meal at home as opposed to go out to eat because i feel like i can do more i can get whatever i want to drink i can uh i it's not going to cost me i'm not worried about the cost because i'm cheap everybody knows that so so that is that now my thought process though and i'm pointing because you're over here to me Uh, my thought process though is if i wasn't cooking because i enjoy that Yep. I'm just eating. Maybe there's less allure to eating at home because it's, it's the same thing and people are waiting on you. Maybe the food is better. What do you think? You like eating out a, a fire meal, like your favorite thing, home or in a restaurant. Yeah. So and you ha- but you have to pay, too, because that's a factor. You got to pay if you're in the <laughs> restaurant. Um, honestly, I, I like to explore new foods, man. I like to, I like to explore restaurants and, uh, try different, different dishes and just open my mind up a little bit. Right. Cause I think we get, we get into this routine of, you know, you cook what you know. Right. So I love throwing a, a, a nice steak on the grill, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna go learn how to make oysters and King crabs yeah. and all this other stuff. Right. So I think that that plays a big factor into it too, is what, what, what are we making? Okay. So, First and foremost, I got to stop you because Lewis trying to play me. I'm about to take this shirt off and show the tag <laughs> to the IG live. There's that Two, A couple of people said they'd rather cook at home. And Lewis made another comment 
that was actually pretty good about leftovers because that's that's got to be factored in. Although you get leftovers a lot of times when you eat out too. Yeah, I mean, but someone like you, though, it's real bougie. You don't even take the to-go box. You're like, you know what? I paid for this. There's Drake, like three points, three points to make right there. First point, what's your thoughts on taking someone else's leftovers? Did I pay for it? Mm, good point. Either way. I, if you, that's fine. If, if, if I pay for it, yes. I'm, I'm probably eating right. off a, your plate. I'm probably great, eating off your plate. That's a, great, that's a great point. What about someone like at a table with another couple? They are not taking something home. I'm taking the biscuits. I'm taking the, their leftover steak. Put it all in my box. It's gone. But see, I, I hardly have leftovers. So, so you're taking someone else's box. Right. I, 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 I don't have leftovers. I'm a lot <laughs> more comfortable throwing their stuff in my box if I have a box. But we talking about like, no, don't take that across the table. Box <laughs> their food up for me. In fact, I'm going to start lying and start saying I have a dog. I'm going to take that from my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dog being striker. <laughs> that's right. my homie right there. That's my dog. But, you know, I, leftovers, that, unless the only time that I probably wouldn't take leftovers is, like, if I'm in the city and I've parked far away and we're going to be going out and going to, like, a nightclub. I, I or still something might like stick that. him in the car and see what happens. Two. No, what I'm saying is if I parked way far away, I'm not oh, going, I'm not back. Oh, just not go carry it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel you. I feel right, you rolling up, you rolling up to the thought, club with a box. I thought you meant you were worried about put, leaving it in the car. No. So that's different. Second nah, point, man. second point. Is there anything worse than getting it boxed up? Because you've already gone through the embarrassment. Of, <laughs> and then leaving uh, it. I already know where you're leaving going. Leaving it, bro. Where you're going. Is there anything worse than that? <laughs> I'd be so mad. Like, it just all that work and effort, put it in the box, you know, put it there, and then leave it. And knowing that you were going to be hungry later and you're looking forward to eating. Or, it or it's even worse when you weren't hungry for dinner. So there's a lot because you didn't, you didn't really, like, go in. But you're like, I'm finna smash. <laughs> and, and you got a bag. It's not even like you just left the box. They put a bag because you had so much in there and you left it. Man, just I, I sick to my stomach. My Absolutely my boy, my boy, be leaving stuff almost every time. And Anthony, he probably not listen, but he leaves stuff every time, and I just look at him with my box. <laughs> 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 Played you because you know they pick them up quick too. Like trying to get the table going. Yeah. It's gone. Third point. Maybe worse than leaving your stuff is when someone else throws away your leftovers out of the fridge. Um, number one, I'm the really the only person in the house that eats leftovers for real. Right, so right. So my I point is like someone goes in the fridge and cleans out the fridge and throws away your leftovers. You, you got to fight. <laughs> like, mandatory. why? Why would like, you throw away my leftovers? <laughs> Let like, me worry about it. Because there's, there's people, there's some people, because I just had this conversation this weekend, and this, this is a process. There's some people who, like, two days leftovers, they got to be thrown out. I'm, like, a week. At a week, I'm starting to, I'm, think, I'm looking at what it is. I'm starting to, mm, second. My buddy said it's got to be two weeks before he's throwing it out. That's aggressive for me. That's aggressive for me. <laughs> two weeks? Yeah. You're, you're two weeks? You're basically a vulture at that point. You're, you're eating some stuff. <laughs> hey, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. 
I know at least two to three times a year he's got to get his stomach pumped or something because he's had food poison. He's sick. To, he's sick. No, because you, you know what's funny is I think you actually train your stomach to eat some shit that's bad. Because I'm eating stuff a week later. I, I've eaten some stuff where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this, but I know what I'm doing. This is not, I have a special set of skills. Not, nah, not, man. Nothing nah. later than a week, though. Like I said, a week is pizza, really. So if you ordered pizza last I don't, Friday, I don't eat pizza. You're eating it tomorrow? Pizza's a bad example. Because okay. it's, also, it's also a lot of bread. So I'd probably push that. You don't eat carbs. That's right. So, I try not. But any, I, there's not anything I make. Like right now, I was contemplating eating taco salad for dinner tonight, right? Made taco salad meat last Saturday. So it's still in the fridge right now. But I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's been six days. Wait, last the Saturday just passed? Yeah. So it's towards the tail end of that. It's been in the refrigerator. Like I said, a, a week to me is is pushing it. So, I mean, you, yeah, you're in the in-between. It, it depends on what it is. Like some veggies, I'm probably going to eat those. Yeah, veggies for sure. Meat, meat is where, you know, like seven days is my push. But some wings got thrown away. Some wing stop wings got thrown away like two days in. I about burnt my house down. See, wings are tough for me. I don't think they, I don't think they, they warm up well. I don't think they're Bro, good. Bro, you don't have an air fryer out. then. I'm, I'm not bougie and fancy like you. I got two of them. Yeah, of course you do. So I can one make a whole meal. One for the size, one yep, for the one for the, Of course so you I do. Can, same time. I don't know you same time. Same. <laughs> Cook them at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the dates on them. Oh, uh, so left. So, yeah. Let's get back to my what I wanted to talk about. What was that? <laughs> the peanut butter and jelly process. Why? Why? No one. Because it off, matters. Because I know how you are, and so I already know how you're going to explain this really quick. Okay, we got we got seven people on here. I don't even know why seven people would be watching this, but you might. I think you're one of them. So we got six people on here. I want. <laughs> I th think one is Christy. So that's yep. that's not going to help. But the other people, tell me if you still eat peanut butter and jelly. So, so it's not a fair question for me because I don't. Because we talked about I'm appalled. I thought this podcast was about me and you. It's, in, it's included. What's that? I, I know. thought this was about me and you. It is. But, but what I'm trying to do is get support against you <laughs> on this. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. Clean peanut butter. Okay. Someone else. <laughs> um, I wish I could eat peanut butter and jelly. Are you using multigrain bread? I just learned about refined carbs last week. I use uh, wheat or potato bread. The potato is not as good as the wheat, obviously. But you're supposed to be using like multigrain, not it just tastes, wheat. It tastes great to me. Not just wheat. No, I'm saying this because I know you what get you, on me about How are you trying to dictate how I eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'm, I'm, try, like, I'm trying to help you. You're supposed to. I'm trying to help your process. You're supposed to. You don't even I, make peanut butter yeah. jelly. No, I'm saying in relation to me because we at breakfast the other day, we were talking about no carbs, but then I ate that bread. Because you were hungry. Yeah. And then I panicked. But then I read and I was like, oh, I, if I need to eat carbs, I need to eat unrefined carbs. And, and multi-grain bread is unrefined carbs. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, back to your process. What, what, what process goes into it? Peanut butter on the top, jelly on the bottom, put them together. Your peanut butter jelly process is probably the same as your shower process. You give zero Fs. 
Like you just slap some peanut butter on there, slap no. a little jelly on this no, side, you, throw that thing together. You yeah. probably don't eat the ends. You I probably eat don't eat the ends. I, I eat the crust. You don't, don't like do that. that. Don't do that. Oh. Don't. You know. You know when I. So I you do eat the butt. You know what I don't eat. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I. You know what I don't eat though, which is really bad to me, is when bread is toasted hard, and then the crust is hard because I feel like it always scratches the top of my. No, nah, man. I, people that over toast their bread, man, they we can't be friends for real. Like it's not even cool. Like why would you want to do that? That's like people making their steak well done. You're not in, able to enjoy the bread. Yeah. You know, it's the texture of it. It's yeah. tearing up the roof of your mouth. It's getting stuck yeah. in between your teeth. It's not cool. Thank you for that but, support. Yeah, right, always. Go on, so, go on with your process. So if you're making a peanut butter jelly, first <laughs> you take the ends like this, the ones that are touching, and you open it like this. So that way when you put them back together, it's a perfect fit. So that's the first Oh, thing. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. But yeah, yeah so I, I would do that anyways because I'm OCD. So I just would turn it and make sure, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's mandatory. Mandatory, okay. right? So then... Hold on. Would you ever use the end of the loaf? Yeah. I, I, what I do is, though, I wait for the ends until they come all the way together. At the oh, end okay. Of, I see. I see what I you did that. Yeah. Pieces, you got right? a full sandwich. Okay. Eat both butts. But you, but you wouldn't eat <laughs> one end with, with a regular side, like a regular piece. That's straight savage. <laughs> that's too savage that's for you savage. yeah that's too savage for me man i gotta have the ends together <laughs> yeah okay anyways go on sorry i keep interrupting you it's all good man all uh um open it up now with the peanut butter you gotta spread it all to the edges question you can't just slap it in the middle and then Are you toasting your bread it. not for a normal peanut butter and jelly okay like, okay if i'm peanut making butter. like a peanut butter jelly with with jalapenos and bacon on there then that's a whole nother conversation. We okay, okay. It. So you spray your peanut butter. Yep. Make sure that's edge to edge. Okay. Clean it off. Thick, you, on, you, you putting it on thick or are you just like a, a, a smooth? I mean, are you eating a bread sandwich or are you eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I like my, I like it to be on there so I can actually taste the peanut butter. Okay. Keep All right. Going. Then boom. Then I'm to the jelly now. Wait, Make is sure. is one side always peanut butter? Is right always peanut butter? Because that's all. Right's always peanut butter. Right's always peanut butter. Because that's your strong hand. Yeah, keep my strong hand tight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so peanut butter on the right, and then jelly on the left. Right. And then put that bad boy together, and now you solid. But it's all it's always got to go to the edges, man. I've seen people make peanut butter, and it's like half half their uh, um, bread they don't even got peanut butter or jelly on it. So they eat just bread. That's like eating a hamburger. And then you don't got no toppings on the edges. Yeah, okay, which which is annoying. In addition to people who don't like stuff on their burger is also annoying to me. Question about your peanut butter and jelly, though. You you talked about putting some other stuff on there. What what else are you putting on peanut butter and jelly? Because you know, as soon as I heard jalapenos and bacon, I just got so stressed out with my je- <laughs> with my jelly touching a piece of meat. Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm dead serious, man. Hold on, I'm going to talk to Daniel real quick, man. Uh, I used to do peanut butter on both sides, man, but then it, it overwhelms the, the jelly taste. And when you expand your horizons, they got a lot of jellies out there that you might enjoy. It's David, jelly it's David by David. the way. Oh, my fault, David. You good, you good. Um, chelly, uh, cherry preserves, some gooseberry, uh, you know, dip, blackberry, different things like that. You don't want it to overpower it. 
But I get it, man. If you're really on a protein kick and need some fats, boom, peanut butter both sides. Got you. So then where's your uh, jelly go? In the middle. Oh, but on what side, left or right? Well, then you put it on the right and then fold that left boy over. David, right are you putting peanut butter and jelly on both pieces of bread? I think he is. And it's crunchy, too, so. He might be on to something. Yeah, I mean, I have crunchy peanut butter upstairs, too, but I also got the hazelnut butter, the cashew butter, so it's more than just regular peanut butter. What's, uh-oh. Man, this, this conversation is, well, mission accomplished with talking about other stuff. <laughs> um, wait, wait, wait. What's the, uh, what's the nutrition facts on a peanut butter and jelly? Uh, delicious. <laughs> You're not even worried about <laughs> it? You're not even thinking about it? Uh, nah, man. I mean, I, 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 I track a lot of my macros, um, so I know what can fit inside of my allotment. So, but I eat literally peanut butter and jelly, two sandwiches almost every single day. Just for a snack? No, that's my lunch. Oh. And then you, I have other stuff with it, though. Yeah, yeah. You need to grow up. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's that. What about what about working out? What's the process for working out? Because me, I'm I'm really picky, and I've actually loosened up my, my process. Like, it used to be I couldn't eat, like, within a certain time <laughs> of doing anything athletic. Mm-hmm. So, so I would, like – it was almost like two hours, or I felt uncomfortable, and I actually had to break myself out of that. <laughs> What? So you guys aren't going to talk about the fact that Netflix prices are going up? That what? <laughs> that Netflix prices are going up. Listen, he he been trying to hijack everything I do on here for a long time. He he when I was doing my little workout videos, he had he had comments for that. I'm about to block him from commenting. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he did a me and him did a podcast a little while ago. So oh, yeah? he's going he's going to come get on a here soon. Cause he got so much to say. And then, and then one day we're going to have to, uh, you know, peace in David too. He's going to have to be on zoom, but, but Lewis could come in the studio. Um, but yeah, back to the, to working out. So anyways, yeah, yeah. I used to be, I couldn't before that, or if I had a game that day, I didn't want to work out the same days having, cause I used to play in a lot of men's leagues. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of what other stuff. What's up? I said boys leagues, but yeah, they were, they were teens. I think most of them, most of them were teens. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So what about Uh, you? You seem like you just down to get it in. Yeah. um, When it comes to working out, very few times do I go in the gym or go into a workout, not having some type of plan. Right. Uh, You know, if you're failing to plan, you're planning to fail. So I think for me, being able to go in, have a workout routine, know what I'm hitting, know what areas I'm going in, um, that's the only way I can get down. So the pre-workout piece of it, I typically, depending on the time of day that I'm working out, um, you know, I'll have a banana, some pre-workout. During the workout, I'm just drinking water. Yeah, uh, just water for me. I, I, I refuse to take pre-workout or any supplements for that matter. I take vitamins. I can tell. I can tell. I just want to make sure I think about what I say before I say it to mm-hmm. speak eloquently. Um, say, say how you feel. I am training a different way than you. I know. I can tell I, the way your shirt fits. I'm training to be, you see, I have to puff up a little bit. 
I am training to be sleek, aerodynamic, and be able to run quick and jump high. Okay. You, you are training. When's the next time a, a cheetah is going to be chasing you? Hey, you never know. The, the, this climate that we're in <laughs> it may not be a cheetah, but a Trump supporter or somebody. Oh, I, I'm not even going to get into the politics side of it. But I will say is this. You're more likely to have someone try you than you are to have to run away from somebody. And that's why I'm, I'm skinny strong. I don't, I'm not even skinny. I'm just skinny to you. I don't even know what that means. I mean, it's, I'm just skinnier than you and also strong. Mm. Ish. Er. <laughs> strong as sure. Aren't you like 10 pounds lighter than me? And what do you weigh right now? 205. Yeah, about that. I wish I was 190. You got a whole Bible verse on there? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, 10 pounds. Listen, bro. You just you just got lean. And now you want to you want to talk to people. Like I said on the story post, you just got lean. You just started processing. I always been fast though. Not not fast enough. Not with that extra thirty on you. I mean, in a hundred meter dash, you're not catching me. Is that a, is that a challenge? We're gonna we're gonna no, put that, it. That's that's facts. We're gonna put it on on wax. On you on said you're gonna get that ass waxed. Is that what you said? I couldn't hear you. It kind of broke up a little bit. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna. I'll I'll raise you if you want that. I'll oh, raise. Uh, Want what? I already You're, won. You don't even train to to be able to run. I know. You right. You train too heavy. You right. Yeah. Remember how I dusted you right before breakfast? I was gone. <laughs> Anyways. This is the smoke you don't want. Excuse me? This is the smoke you don't want. Okay. Let's 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 get back to let, yeah, two miles, a mile. Yeah, you gonna get me, no doubt. But that straight ahead speed, short distances, gone. See you. Okay, well, we're gonna put that on wax. How are we gonna wrap this up? <laughs> uh, I mean, let's just bring it full circle, man. You know, uh, I think because we went is... way too far into the corky process. Important stuff discussed, though. Very oh, yeah, important for stuff sure. discussed. But we went too far into the corky stuff. What's, what's your, what's your summary? If someone's like, Hey, I don't have a process. Like I'm trying to decide like the things I should put in my process or if they have a goal, they're like, you know, I'm trying to develop a plan on how to get there. Well, what's the first thing you would tell them? I think you, uh, the first thing that you do is sit down and prioritize what matters. Yeah. Um, cause that's, what's going to dictate the, the way they attack anything so hmm. whether it's the weight room whether it's work whether it's the family money uh whatever their priorities are that's how they're going to prioritize their life so uh in doing so once you have that priority set then you can kind of dictate the process on how you accomplish those things yeah um i think uh i think also adjusting your goals right like short-term goals don't don't bring about obviously there's some stuff that it's just a quick whatever but for example, you're talking about, you know, lifting and, and, you know, all that stuff. I have always had a focus on being lean over building a bunch of muscle mass because I feel like longevity wise, when I'm 50, 60, yeah. you're not going to be able to hold that 
that muscle mass. And I mean, I think you agree because you were what? You said you were like 30 pounds heavier? Yeah, I think, but it's a double-edged sword though, right? Yeah. As you get older, your muscle mass goes faster, right? So it, the, being able to sustain that, you're, you're 100% correct. But my goal in life is when I'm 80 years old, I don't want my kids and my grandkids picking me up out of my chair. Right. And the only way to do that is to make sure that I do have the muscle mass to be able to pick myself up. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be frail. I don't want to be the hunchback of Notre Dame. You yeah. know, you, you see, yeah, like, I don't want that, right? Right. So, but um, the, point, the point really was I've made a goal, a longevity goal, right? Yeah. That's something that when I talk about making a process or a routine, my goal is, is not to get everything achieved today as much Facts. as – because, look, I do – you know, I want to be – I said there's a weight I want to be, but it's really not that. It's a look I want to be. It's a feel I want to feel. It's all that stuff. So if, if I'm 205 and feel that or if I'm 180, 180 and feel that, that's – you know, and we're just talking about fitness. But in anything you do, I think you need to set your goals appropriately. After prioritizing what's important, now it's, okay, what, what's my goal? Is it a realistic goal, one? Two, mm-hmm. is it something, you know, is it, does it matter? I guess kind of the priority side too, right? Is, is it a goal that even matters to me, right? Like if I achieve this, what have I really achieved? Mm-hmm. As opposed to now, is it just going to lead me to another goal? Which is, which is fine, but then that means that the, the next goal is actually your goal, and the first goal is just part of the process. Yeah, I, I think that's important in setting the goal piece of it. I, you just also have to be realistic that uh, the way the brain works is you have to have some type of small victories along the way, right. and there has to be something that's achievable. Yeah. Um, if it's not, then you're going to feel like you're always chasing something that's out of reach. Sure, you know, that's I have a good this, point. I have this conversation a lot with people at work and, and you know, people, and my friends and stuff. It's like, don't set unrealistic goals for the people around you because – they're never going to achieve and they're going to be unmotivated. Yep. So you, you spent small little goals, little achievements, um, and it works out. But you also have to invest the time up front and have the discipline to whatever your goals are to put the work in. Yeah. Um, you know, I use my son as an example. You know, he's five years old, but every morning now, it's literally like clockwork. He gets up, he makes his bed, he brushes his teeth, he gets dressed, he comes downstairs, right? Yep. Every single day, five years old, right? Yeah. So – I think the the time invested up front on that pay is paying dividends because he has a, a process to his day now that a lot of kids that a lot of adults don't even have. Right. Right. <laughs> There's adults that walk out the house not brushing their teeth. <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> but you know, I think that that goes a long way. So just making sure that it's realistic and you don't try to bite off more than you can, than you can chew. Right. Yep. You're not getting, you're not getting on the bench and, and, throwing up 120 pound dumbbells oh i'm probably not even getting on on the bench and throwing up 120 pound dumbbells right now but the the point is throwing putting a goal in place that you can do 80s then 90s then 100s then 110 you know and i think it's unfair for some people because athletes (laughs) obviously get that ingrained in you because you understand that hey i started being this talent level and the more i worked i got to that talent level and in progressing progressing so and then I don't want to say just athletes, but anyone that's kind of had. Sometimes I think that that's, that's a label though. I think some people are just God given talent and they, they don't work hard at all. I've met some of the the best athletes in the world that are lazy good as point. hell. Yeah. So I that's think that uh, this goes back to, you know, how you learn in your work ethic and everything else. We It's been proven time and time again, that hard work beats good talent a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. So. Well, good, good. All right. Well, 
I think it was a great conversation. Appreciate it to all the people that, that tuned in David Lewis, um, on, on the IG, um, this was ultimate bachelor versus keys to life. Um, what was it? Process episode two. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Have a good one y'all.